Welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. establishment the pharmaceutical industry is still trying to figure out what type of vaccine they can come up with without no side effects there is an economy that is not doing as well uh, people are dying Dick and Gino over 450,000 in the US alone and folks are burying their loved ones on Zoom. But can I tell you that all of my help, I wish I had a witness this morning. Not some of my help, but all of my help cometh from the Lord. He woke you up this morning in a pandemic. He feeds you in a pandemic provides for all of your needs during an economic crisis all of my help i wish i had a church this morning that would say all of my help not some of my help but all of my help comes from the lord every now and then we have to realize it isn't him that we live move and have our beings so Shireen when you said all of my help I look at my wife all of my help I'm thinking about my kids and all of my 
my helps. The bills that got to be paid. All of my help. My daddy in New Jersey. All of my help. Comes from the Lord. Not the White House. Not Wall Street. Not some jobs. Not some government. Not some doctor. But all of my help. Gino comes from the Lord. So every now and then, you ought to lift up your hands and give God some praise. Every now and then, you ought to dance for the Lord. Every now and then, you ought to shout out to God because He is your provider. He is your healer. He is your keeper. He is your way maker. All of my help. Excuse me, I'm sorry, but I just got to give him some praise. I'm sorry, but he's worthy. All of my help. That's all right, praise him. Just for 30 seconds. Let's just worship him for 30 seconds. Just for 30 seconds. Let's just worship him. That's it. That's it. I, I, I don't know what variant they're going to come up with. I don't know what the economy was is going to be like next week. But what I can still breathe, what I can still walk, what I can still praise, what I can still shout, I'm going to give him some praise. He is worthy. All right, that's enough. We got to we got to go ahead. My wife is saying, "Come on with it." But I'm sorry. I apologize to you if you're watching, if you're streaming, because all of my help, I'm not here because I'm qualified. All of my help. I'm sorry, but I got to praise him. I got to give him some glory. All of my help. The old folks would say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, Marlon, and all 
All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Let's go ahead and preach and go on. That's enough. That's enough. You don't need a lot of folks to give God praise. I, but I, I am grateful that I'm still alive. I'm grateful that I'm clothed in my right mind. I'm grateful that I'm not homeless. All of my help. Cometh from the Lord. We certainly give honor to the shepherd of the house who, in her graciousness, has allowed us to share the word of God to Pastor Preston, a woman of character, of integrity, a pastor according to, according to God's own heart. Who love God's people. We thank God for all of you, my father's children. Despite the rain, you yet came to bless the name of the Lord. And I certainly don't want to take your time for granted. And so let us go on and preach this word and be about it. Marlon is looking at me and say, I got work to do too. So come on, come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. For you are worthy. There is no one like you. There is a saying that if man who has not found something worth living for or dying for, he's not fit to live. I have found something worth dying for. And it's you. I love you with my whole heart. All that I am. All that you've made me. I, there are no words to describe how I feel about you. I'm just honored that you have called me your son. That you saved me while I was yet a sinner. And yet, God, you have allowed me the privilege to preach your word. Father, I just humble myself. Even now, I repent of all unrighteousness. And confess of all of my sins. And I pray, God, that you will cleanse me and purge me. Circumcise my mind. Circumcise my heart. That the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. Father, speak that these, your children, will be edified. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. We certainly are grateful. The question is asked in verse 12. Who is this fellow who healed you? Who is this fellow who heals you? And so we have tagged this sermon, Who is this man? 
Shireen, we don't need nobody to tell us who Jesus is. Those of us who have crossed over from darkness into light know who Jesus is. When we are sick, he is our healer. When we are in trouble, he is our deliverer. We call on the name of Jesus for anything and for everything because we know him not just as the son of God, but as the God himself. We pray in the name of Jesus because we know there is power in the name of Jesus. And we know there is no other name under heaven and earth by which anyone can be saved. As coronavirus continues to kill and destroy, People are looking for hope. They want a healer. They, they want someone who will give them a reason to keep on keeping on. May I recommend the name of Jesus. Who is Jesus? That, that's the question that the Jewish leaders ask the man that was paralyzed for 38 years. 38 years, no one can do anything for him until he met Jesus. Can I tell you, don't, don't, don't give up on that family member. Don't give up on that friend. Don't, don't give up on that neighbor. 38 years when nobody else can bless him, can heal him, can do anything for him. And so, Gino, I, I never give up on God. And you sing that song, don't give up on God because he won't give up. I wish I had a witness this morning. 38 years, folks were laughing at him. 38 years, people were going by and looking at him. He was paralyzed. 38 years until he met Jesus care what you're going through. I don't care what you've done. I care where you've been. If you have an encounter with Jesus. 38 years. And they said, who is this man? And they had seen him do other things. They had heard about him. But they're Religiosity, their legalism blinded them to the reality of the God that was standing in their midst. They still did not fully understand who Jesus was. Do you know, folks, that even now, Jesus is still doing Miraculous things. Can I get a witness? Even now, folks are being saved while people are dying at an alarming rate. Even 
now there are miracles being done every day. Even now the blind are still getting their sight. Even now the captives are being set free because Jesus is still working. Drop your eyes in verse 17. He told them, I am doing the work that my daddy has been doing. I love when Shireen sings that song, even when I don't see it. Can I get a witness? He's working. Even while you're sleeping, he's working. Don't you know it is because he's working that COVID-19 is not coming into your house. That unemployment is not coming into your house. Gino, even when you don't see it, he's working. Marlon, he's working in your family. He's working in your life. He's working in your ministry. He's working in your finances. You may not see it. He's still working. Sometimes we like to give ourselves some credit and pat ourselves on the back. But can I tell you that God is working. As a matter of fact, he's working right now. He's got your Monday planned out. He's got your Tuesday planned out. He's got your Wednesday planned out. He's got your life planned out. Even when you don't see it, God is working. Somebody ought to get excited about that. Somebody ought to give God some praise because there is a blessing in your future. There is a deliverance in your future. Even when you don't see it, there is a new job in your future. There is a new house in your future. Even when you don't see it, he's working. And you know, instead of getting excited and giving God some praise, they decided that they were going to kill him. They were going to kill him because he called on the name of the father and said, my father. You know, sometimes I've learned that folks ain't going to like it when you start talking about Jesus. They ain't going to like it when they bring gossip and you respond to gossip with the word of God. Uh, they're not going to like it when they come with despair. And you bring forth the word of hope. They will not like it when they, they want to bring you down. But you decide to stand on the rock that is Jesus the Christ. Can I tell you, you ought to be encouraged no matter what folks say. He said, my daddy is working, so I am working just as my daddy. In other words, like father, like son. I wish... God's people will have the same attitude, like father, like son. I am not going to talk about Marlon, because that's not something that my daddy would do. I'm not going to talk about Sister Sandra. That's not something my daddy would do. I'm not going to go in and start gossiping. I'm not going to go and get angry. I'm not going to go and get discouraged. But as long as my daddy is working. You know, like. Marlon, I got to give you that story. After you and I talked last night, I had already printed my sermon. The Lord told me, throw it in the garbage. <clears throat> and then I went back. I said, Lord, this is, it's 6 p.m. This ain't the time for this. It's 6 p.m. I'm tired. It's been a long week. The Lord said, throw it in the garbage. Now, let me tell you what I want you to say. So wherever you're watching from, 
This ain't meant from me. I didn't put this together. I'm going to tell you right now. It came under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Because this was not in the first manuscript. The Lord said, tell my people, prophesy over your family. Extend your hand right now and prophesy over your family. Because I'm working. I'm healing. So right now, if you're watching me, extend your hand over the land and prophesy over COVID-19. Prophesy over unemployment. Prophesy over your children in college. Prophesy over your elder parents in nursing home. Prophesy. Prophesy. Because God said, I'm going to, I want you to know, I am yet working. I am healing. Tell my people, I am still doing the impossible during a pandemic. So I prophesy over Uriah. I prophesy over Lysandra. I prophesy over my dad in a nursing home. I'm prophesying over my sisters in New Jersey, over my brother in Canada. I'm prophesying over my pastor in Alabama. Prophesy. Because God said, I'm still working. The pandemic cannot stop me. The economic crisis cannot stop me. I'm still, who is this man? I am God. I am the Elohim. I am the El Shaddai. I am the Jehovah Shalom. I am the Jehovah Sidkenu. Nobody can stop me. I am the Jehovah Rofi. Nobody can stop me. I'm still working. I don't know who that was for. But the Lord told me, just tell somebody, extend your hand and prophesy. So Jesus was targeted because of the work that he had been doing to set a captive free. The man had been captive for 38 years. And since they asked the question, the Lord told me to give the answer. You asked, who is this fellow? So let me tell you, first of all, the identity of Jesus. They, they, they wanted to know. I want you to know that there are 55 passages in the Old Testament that prophesied the person of Jesus. 55 prophecies about Jesus in the Old Testament. And Isaiah 35 verse 5 and 6 talks about what he was going to be doing, healing. Jesus is the incarnation of God. In other words, is God becoming flesh among us. He is the reflection of God. You wonder why when you call on the name of Jesus, things begin to happen? You wonder why you cry out to God and things begin to change in your life? There is something about the name Jesus. Do you know, I don't know what it is. But when you are sick, I dare you to call on the name of Jesus. When you are troubled, I dare you to call on the name of Jesus. 
the late Rance Allen used to sing that song, is something about the name Jesus. I, I, I can't quite figure it out. But when I'm down on myself, I just wrap myself around the name Jesus. It has a way of giving hope and encouragement. Light in darkness. Peace in trouble. Something. Yeah, that's because he is the incarnation of God. Jesus is the savior of the world. I know we live in, in a multi-religious world and you ought to be tiptoeing around the issue so you don't offend anybody. But I need to say, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, sir, if I offend you, but there is no other name under heaven and earth by which anyone can be saved but the name of Jesus. If that is offensive to you, you need an encounter with Jesus. And I promise you, when you meet him for yourself, you will say the same thing that I'm saying. There is no one like Jesus. Secondly, we see the authority of the Son. Look at what Jesus says uh, to the Pharisees. He says, I tell you the truth. The Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all he does. And in verse 26 and 26, 27, he says, For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. And he has given him, watch this now, authority to judge because he is the Son of Man. Jesus has authority over life and death. Authority. Can I tell you something? The reason why, I told you guys that all the time, when you walk into the supermarket and some folks go on in the other aisle, is because you got Jesus' authority. The Holy Ghost is all upon you. The reason why you see everything happening to a whole lot of folks Lives are all shattered and dissembled and you don't know what's going on. And, and, but, but you seem to be moving along. It's because you are bathing and walking in authority. The reason why you can come to church on Sunday morning during a pandemic and praise God not knowing what's waiting for you is because of the authority. you oozing authority. Can I tell you something about authority? You, you, you're sitting right there, Sandra, I can see you shaking your head. And your mind, really, you're thinking about your boy, your only boy, your baby boy. I can see it in your eyes. But you're smiling and rejoicing because you prayed 
And as the old folks used to say, somebody prayed for me. And why are you so confident? Because you are walking and living in authority because you know who your Savior is. There is sickness in the land, but, but we can go to the supermarket and do our grocery shopping. We can go into our homes. We can come into the church and praise God. We can go about our business because we are walking in authority. Authority. Demon and demonic forces are trying to tear it, take us down, but we're walking and living in authority. Somebody said, why you seem to be always be positive? Because I'm walking in authority. You see, I, I got news for you. You can't touch what God has anointed. You can't touch. Every now and then, you got to tell yourself that and remind yourself. You cannot touch what God has anointed. What God has blessed, you cannot curse. Try to curse a child of God. Be careful now what you say about Sister Connie. Be careful now what you say about the music ministry. Be careful what you say about Pastor Preston. You cannot curse what God has blessed. Oh, there's some folks who ain't going to like you. There's some folks who are going to talk about you. But can I warn you, before you talk about me, be careful not to curse what God has blessed. Because in the Old Testament, one prophet wanted to curse what God has blessed. But he ended up blessing instead of cursing. I wish I had a witness this morning. Walking in authority. So Gino, I, I, I can I tell you, I, I, you, don't worry about where the bills are going to be paid. Can I tell you? Don't worry about what's going on in you. Sometimes we cannot see what God is doing. But I was telling somebody this week, God sees the present, the past, and the future all at once. You may not see it, but God is going to provide because he is faithful and true. All he asks that he will trust me. Lean not unto your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge me. Walk in authority. Jesus had authority over demons and demonic spirits. I don't walk around worrying about what people are doing. I don't care what voodoo, who do you do? That's on you. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get into all that roots and voodoo and all that. That's on you because I'm walking in authority. When I walk somewhere, you ought to run and hide. I don't run from demonic spirits. They have to run from me because I'm walking in authority. So they said, how do you do that? And Jesus said, the son has authority. And here's the good news. And I'm almost through, y'all. He passed that on to you. And we've got to start walking and living in authority. When You've got to have authority over your marriage. Because I've seen a lot of marriages are getting destroyed right now. 
folks are, are messing around and folks are getting depressed and people are leaving people and they call it a COVID stress. I tell you what, you need to claim authority over COVID stress. Bless your marriage. When you wake up in the morning, anoint your spouse. Bless your marriage. When you wake up in the morning, decree and declare, this will not be destroyed. This will not fail. There will be no divorce or separation in my house in the name of Jesus. Walking authority. Then the lastly, he talks about the power of Jesus. Jesus went down and tell them to listen, anybody who believes in me, they, they will be resurrected. They, they, they will have eternal life. Now, only one person can make that statement, can make that promise. I don't care what religion you follow. Nobody can claim to give salvation but Jesus. I, I, I've looked it up. No other religion claim to have a God who promises and delivers salvation but Jesus. The power of Jesus is too awesome to be described. Too powerful to be contained. Too devastating to be withstood. Too marvelous to be rejected. Too practical to be irrelevant. And too confounding to be understood. Too precious to be cheapened. And too holy to be hallowed. Jesus is the second person in the Trinity, when he speaks, nature stops and everything takes notice. That's why when you call on the name of Jesus, things begin to turn around. Jesus has the power to give victory. Now, I don't know what you are struggling with. I don't know what enemies, seen or unseen, that is struggling with you and keeping you asunder. But if you're watching this, may I suggest you try the name of Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, Paul says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I may not look like much, but I have victory. Victory is mine. Victory is mine in the name of Jesus. Jesus has power over life and death. That's why in the midst of this pandemic, you need to call on the name of Jesus because he has power over COVID-19. In times of anxiety, call on the name of Jesus. When, when, when the cancer is at stage four, can I tell you, 
that you can still call on the name of Jesus. And you will get the healing that he offers. The name of Jesus not only can save, not only can restore, not only can give victory, but he can give joy. He can give peace. Jesus is the son of the living God. He has power. And I'm not doing this because I like to speak, because I want to be seen or be heard. I know when it is all said and done, Marlon, that I will hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I work over 16 hours a day because I give my all to Jesus. I know who my Savior is. And for as long as I have breath on this side, I am going to serve him with all that I have because I know what he's done for me. He said, listen, the day will come when the dead in Christ will rise. Thank God. I am so glad that the day will come that the dead in Christ will rise. The day will come, Shireen. You won't have to sing in this choir, but you will be singing in that choir. I don't know about you. The day will come when I won't have to preach on this side because I've been too busy giving them glory on that side. I'm walking in authority. I'm walking in the power of God. And I know my future is in God's hands. So they ask, who is this man? And for you who's watching, you're still not sure. Let me, let me speak to you directly. He is the only savior that you need. If you are in bondage, Jesus can set you free. If you are depressed or oppressed, Jesus can give you a new lease on life. If you are sick, try the name of Jesus. He can heal you. If you are troubled by the issues of life, can I recommend that you tried Jesus? There is a song as I was preparing this sermon. I want to end with this. I think it's Bill Gaithers and his wife that sing that song. Come on, praise team. I listen to the words of this song. And he says, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. I, I wish that the praise team will, will sing this song for me. Jesus, Jesus, let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away. But here's the part that I like. But there is something. Connie, I don't know what it is, but there is something. Could you tell me? I just don't know. I'm about to be 53 years old, but there is something about that name. Come on, quiet. Sing it for me. Jesus. Jesus. I want you to close your eyes and just Jesus. meditate on the words. Yes. 
Watching this, I want you to just close your eyes and listen to the words. One more time, Jesus. 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 www.pgc-carry.org Thank you again.